Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. One of my teams is already in the Final Four. Really? Yes. Already in the Final Four. I was excited. And not only that, but my team has gone from the Final Four to the championship. Championship round. Yes. Coming up. It was this past weekend. It was revealed. Adam Schefter of ESPN reporting that the suitors for Kirk Cousins. He's a suitor. We're down to four teams. Cardinals, Broncos, Vikings, Jets. Right? So I was in the final four. I was pretty excited. You celebrated. We you did a little four. bit of a dance. We can hang a banner for that, right? Final you were four standing on your head against the wall trying no. to do like craziness. No, no. I'm, I'm thinking when we go to MetLife and hang a banner. Final four, Kirk Cousins, 2018. You like that? You gonna go talk to the people that did the one for the Colts when they made the AFC title? This game? is bigger than AFC. Come on, Final Four. Come on, Final Four for Kirk Cousins. Well, if they handled that they job, could they us. could come up with a better banner right. even for the, even than that. But now it's even better 
Apparently, the Jets have won their first Final Four game, defeated the Broncos, because CBS Sports and Bleacher Report reporting tonight, Matt Miller says that the services of Kirk Cousins are now down to two teams, the Vikings and the Jets. How about that? And it's you very are smart. a finalist. This is like being the last one to potentially get a rose. I'm playing for the national I mean, championship Because tonight's the team, end man. of The Bachelor, Come buddy. On, I mean, you could be doing that, too. I'm playing for the national championship. We're in the finals. Kirk Cousins, man. And your this number like one receiver may or may not be going to jail. Okay, okay. Stop bringing that up when we talk about Kirk Cousins. Stop bringing that up. That has no bearing on this. Stop killing my buzz. And why We're would your number one why you option be going to jail? all the time. Why do you want to bring up bad things all the time? In the face! Why do you want to bring up bad things? Uh, because it makes people laugh because they start thinking of the particulars of why he got arrested, the nine charges no, against him, no, no, and no, what he no, told no, the focus, arresting no, officer. Focus on this. Focus on this. The, the Jets face. are in the, the championship face. game against the Vikings. It's like being in the Super Bowl, except, you know, it's a month later. <laughs> it's on Jets the, it's on the, the eve of franchise tag deadline and the... <laughs> A week before so the excited. new calendar year. But here, but here, here's the, here's two big takeaways from this. Number one is that it should be down. I'm glad it's down to two teams because four teams couldn't think they were and plan like, okay, we have a one in four chance at Kirk Cousins because very quickly all the other quarterbacks are going to go places. Teddy Bridgewater is going to go someplace. Case Keenum's going to go someplace. We saw today that A.J. McCarron already could be ticketed for the Browns. Well, Hugh Jackson has a tattoo of him. Yeah, well, since yeah. last year when they were trying to trade for him. I mean, that's been there the whole time. So you can't wait. You, you know, you, you you can't sit here and go, okay, well, we're going to meet with Kurt. No, no, it's got to be done. It's got to be done very quickly because of the quarterback position. And the loser of the Jets or the Vikings, and the loser goes in the fire. And the loser needs to be able to move on and get somebody. There's already talk today the Jets were eyeing Teddy Bridgewater. He may be their backup plan or their plan B if they don't get Kirk Cousins. So this is how it should be. Number two, I'm fine either way because if we get Kirk Cousins, awesome. 4,000-yard passer, 29 years old, going to immediately elevate the team, makes us legitimate. It's terrific. If we don't get him, then I can sit here and think, eh, he's probably not going to be that good anyway. <laughs> and we have we have now have sixty million extra dollars to spend and give out bad contracts to other people rather than just there a is Kirk that Cousins. you can spread the wealth. I'm okay. It's of like, mediocre listen, getting a list contract. We'd have to yes. give sixty million to Kirk Cousins this year yeah. to get him right. That's what the Jets would yeah, have to. That's do. what they the have to overpay. Number is yes. They'd have to overpay if they're going to get him instead of the Vikings because the Vikings are a team that's ready made for him. And honestly, the Vikings have to be the overwhelming favorite because, as we said last week, would a team let all their quarterbacks become free agents if they didn't know or have a strong inkling or indication that they were going to get Kirk Cousins. You would keep one of those guys. You would keep. You would fight to keep Teddy Bridgewater. They allowed him to become a free agent. You would keep Case Keenum, but no. You'd keep Sam Bradford, certainly, as your backup plan. And go, okay, Sam, we're going to sign you. And you would do something, but you didn't do any of that. Now, maybe you think we can come back if we don't get Cousins to somebody else who's going to be out there, but you wouldn't be out on that limb with no quarterback if you didn't think you were getting an upgrade at the position. So I, I have to think the Jets are really the number two team in this, and it would take an overload of money to go get him. But I'm okay either way. Buddy, I'm okay. I can convince myself how good it will be if we get him, and I can convince myself he'll stink if we don't get him. Now it's the Jets, easy. The Jets have obviously done a fantastic job of shedding bad contracts, old contracts, and the youth movement that started with a massive purge last offseason continued this past week to get rid of 
uh, Matt Forte retires, so that number mm-hmm. comes off the book. And you know, defensive line, you're finally shuffling through all those guys from those three or four drafts where every year it was another defensive lineman. We already have six of those. Why do we? <laughs> hey, hey. Now we will be able to rotate the hell out of these guys. They will be fresh <laughs> for a full 60. But as you look at the cap space estimations, Jets somewhere near that $100 million of availability. Vikings surprisingly sitting about $50 million. Yeah. So you, you have certainly opportunity. We talk about the ability to win, and depending on how that contract is structured, you're looking at the two- to three-year window of trying to win while pa- cashing massive checks, and then you could still decide to go play just anywhere for another giant pile of money if you're Kirk Cousins. So short-term, shut J- Jay Gruden up and flip him the bird by going to a team that can win and say, look how outstanding I am now after 7-9. and nine. <laughs> I call that the turkey hole. Well, the other Gruden chimes in as well. He's fired up about it. So you have that, and the Jets continue their rebuild, and they'll be happy with, well, whoever the consolation prize is. And that, then you, know, you that's spread the, the money around. This is that if you don't get Cousins, it's not like, well, now you're screwed. Because if you don't get Cousins, there's other guys you can get. I'm talking from a fan perspective. Sure. From a, Just think about this. If you get Cousins, great. If you don't get him, you can get excited about McCarron or Tyrod Taylor, who the Bills are going to likely cut loose, or Teddy Bridgewater or Case Keenum. There's guys out there. You can say, all right, you know, it's less money, and then we can spend the money for that in other places, get better. Or if we don't get one of those guys, there's the four quarterbacks in the draft. Five now. You talk about Lamar Jackson. Or we're going to be there's terrible so again, and we'll there. go back to the draft in 2019. You have a lot. Be... You have a lot of depth at the position that you can get excited about. And for Kirk Cousins, you get to these two teams. You've got the choices of try to win or go be the king of New York. And well, we know if he's he wins in New York, and if brash, he wins there, and if you're even eight, if you're even 500, you're winning the back page. <laughs> well, that's one thing that I really like about what Kirk Cousins is doing is that the four teams, you saw the four teams he'd he be in the mix for. And he's choosing between the two now, Jets and the Vikings, which would be the biggest chances and would have the hottest spotlight on him. Because if he goes to Minnesota, it's, we have to win the Super Bowl this year. We were this close last year. You're the missing piece. And if we don't win well, the Super and, and Bowl, Dalvin Cook it's comes a failure. Back. So, right. like, the expectations are raised when you look at the star power on that offense and the expectations of the D. You don't win, you're a failure. But you go to New York, we're going to give you this money. You don't win, you're a failure. Because you're going to do it in a much brighter spotlight than in Minnesota. If you play in Minnesota and Minnesota doesn't play very well, you're not in the talk during the season when it comes to what's being shown on TV and what's being talked about. You don't have to worry about turning on the radio every five minutes. Here. But if you fail in New York, Cousins, is he a bust? Should the Jets move on? Well, it, because it's New York, that would happen. And I dig that he is not shying away from the two places where the pressure would be the hottest to try to do it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Stories are circling that this would be the plan for the Cleveland Browns in the NFL draft. Sign A.J. McCarron, who they have still loved even after they didn't get the paperwork in for the trade during the season. Fax machine had a jam. What do you want? They would sign A.J. McCarron, take Saquon Barkley number one, and then draft a quarterback at four, whether it's Josh Allen or Josh Rosen, one of those players, at Baker Mayfield maybe, 
at four. So they could come out of free agency in the first round of the draft with McCarron, Josh Allen, and Saquon Barkley. I got to say, if you can do that, that's a win. If you can do that, that's a win. If you're sure that the quarterback you want is going to be there at number four, okay. If you if you, if you don't think it's going to be, then okay. Because you got to realize if you take Barkley number one, the Giants are trading out of number two. They're not going to sit there. They're not They're not going to go, okay, we're going to take Bradley Chubb. We're, no, no, no. They're going to trade out of number two. Someone's going to come up who wants a quarterback. Darnold will go two, and then Rosen will go three. You got to hope you like Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield that much to say, well, here's what we're doing. We're doing the whole quantity over quality. So we get McCarron and a guy. We're hedging our bet, and we have Saquon Barkley. As an organization, even though you've flipped things over so many times at the top, and Dorsey's in charge, and you bring in a couple of guys who were talent evaluators for the Packers, and you believe that they know what they're doing. Because the Packers hit or miss, right, the last couple of years. Pretty spotty. We've we've seen yeah. it, them exposed as a one-man band uh, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, which is why he's going to get $97 million a year. But the fact of the matter is, if you're trusting that they're going to hit on every, that you're going the Houston Astros, Chicago Cubs plan and applying it to football, that every one of these guys that we draft, every bet that we make on our evaluation process, we're getting it all right. <laughs> and that's what you'd be doing here if you take Barkley. And it was impressive. Yeah. He's still it, a running look, He is still he's a running, running back. back. Right. That's why you have to make sure you know, you have that guy. You go, you know what? We know we take Barkley. We love Josh Allen. And it's a gamble, but we know Barkley's not going to be there at four. We're pretty sure Allen's going to be there, and we like him more than any other quarterback. Okay. And we're still getting into the big question as we evaluate in our novice way, watching games as we do and reading the experts and all the breakdowns, still trying to figure out how Allen gets over. Right. <laughs> Dan Byer and I did our show yesterday. I can Fox throw the ball side. 90 yards. No, Boy, but, that was great. No, but that's, that's the point. Great. We knew he could throw the ball like Uncle Rico. What the hell did we learn this weekend? We didn't learn anything. He threw a football over a mountain. <laughs> And then he said, if Coach put me in the fourth quarter, we'd have won they'd state. Won a, they would have won state. There's no question. And you just keep going through all the check boxes for all of these quarterbacks. What did we learn? Not a thing out of this combine. And maybe, you know, you go through the interviews and there was something that, that broke through there. That's all fine and good. But the, the reality is there's still just huge questions with each of these guys in terms of their readiness for the next level. And that doesn't change. That's the same. We, we rarely have that guy that you, you peg and say, okay, instant starter, instant Pro Bowl opportunist here. But to say, I'm going to go number one with a running back and then roll the dice that there's mm-hmm. not a lot of jumbling, mm-hmm. right? And the Broncos are very active. They clearly want in on the top spot or one of the top spots, particularly if they're now off the short list. For Kirk Cousins, as we discussed a couple of minutes ago, the Jets are in the fun. Jets are in the national championship. I know for Kirk you're Cousins. back. I, stay with me. Focus. Jets are in the national Focus, championship. Focus, Cousins. You. The the idea being that now, okay, you've got Nelson. You want to anchor your offensive line if you're deciding you're you're the Giants that you need a body up front to keep Eli upright. Are you going there, or are you looking at the running back position that has, well, pretty much screwed you because you've had a. <laughs> You've had to go committee for how many years now? I mean, we're talking True. a long yeah. time. Yeah. And, and the pieces have, have always 
put up numbers, but you don't have a guy that's been dominant. And in theory, you're getting all your wide receivers and everybody healthy. So with Evan Ingram as well, who had a great rookie season, that maybe your offense is back as long as you can keep Eli Manning upright, in theory. But you're, you're counting on so many other things to break right, let alone your investigative, your evaluation process. You're banking on it to be foolproof and saying A.J. McCarron is the guy we want who as now is just a guy. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios, Twitter at How About a Fresca. So while the Browns have that, the Eagles have finally started getting trade offers for Nick Foles. We saw over the weekend that they are holding out for a first rounder for Nick Foles, but we did find out that a team from the AFC in the offseason has offered a second round pick for Nick Foles. Not the offer the Eagles want, but if they're bent on trading him, hey, here's the best offer that's out there. I don't see a team giving up a first-round pick for Nick Foles. It's it's pretty simple. The, you know, with every day that passes between the Super Bowl and today, everyone is realizing Nick Foles had a moment. It was a great moment, but he had a moment. He had two games. Yes, they were in the championship game in the Super Bowl, but he had a moment. Everybody remembers from the end of Chip Kelly up until six weeks ago that Nick Foles was missing in action for the entirety of NFL seasons. He was not even on anybody's radar. People remember that. No one's going to trade for Nick Foles, making him their quarterback of the future. And that's the thing the Eagles have to realize. No one's going to say, oh, we got to have Nick Foles, and he's going to be our guy four years and and, and a hundred-something million dollars. No. People will go get Nick Foles like they want A.J. McCarron or Teddy Bridgewater or Case Keenum. We like Nick Foles, but we're going to draft somebody. So how about a two-year deal where all the money is front-loaded for Nick Foles, and then we can decide we can cut bait on him after one year because we're drafting a quarterback. That's going to be the plan. Since that's going to be team's plans, teams aren't saying, I'm going to give you a first-round pick for the guy. It's not happening. A second-round pick, maybe. But you realize if somebody really wants Nick Foles, they would pony up and it wouldn't even be a thing. But he's not even being discussed. It's not even coming. I mean, there's there's got to every personnel guy in the NFL is going, oh, in the first round, of, yeah, we're moving on. We're moving on to other guys, guys that we like, prospects, these guys that have accomplished some in, in the in the free agency. We don't have to give up a tra- uh, any anybody for because if we get Teddy Bridgewater, that's just as good as getting Nick Foles. And we don't have to give up a draft pick to get Teddy Bridgewater. We're going to sign him to the same kind of contract that we're going to sign we would sign Nick Foles to. The same thing Case Keenum, same kind of deal we would sign Nick Foles. Same thing with AJ McCarron. So that's how it's going to go. Who's going to pony up? Who's going to give up a first round pick? The best thing for the Eagles to do is to keep Nick Foles. Well, there's no reason he to get stay rid of there him. and do, you're not going to get a value for him. A second round pick is not enough to trade a guy who you need in case Carson Wentz isn't ready and you don't know how injury prone he's going to be for the rest of his career. He's under contract, just keep him. Don't look to don't look to deal him. The best thing to do would be to keep him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Joining us now on the hotline, a man I have now officially known for 20 years. He is the host of Entertainment Tonight, but we started (laughs) off together. Fox Sports Net back in 1996, 97. 
here in L.A., Kevin Frazier. Kay Frazier, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? Dude, dude, I'm doing good, man. You went and became a super-duper star, and I'm still doing sports, man. Dude, no, I listen to you all the time, so trust me. <laughs> oh. I can find you anywhere, anytime, at this time, always. Oh, I'm digging that, man. How are you been? Good, just, you know, working, and, um, you know, every once in a while, missing a little sports. Oh, that's okay. Look, that's what. Anytime you want to come on and chop it up, come on with us. We'll talk. Listen, we're going to talk Oscars the Jets, and stuff. Have at it. Hey, no, we're not making fun of the Jets. You okay? can. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. But uh, yeah, anytime you want to come on, man, it'd be awesome. That's why. That's why I'm here now. I need sports in my life every once in a while. Just a little, you know, little chunk. Just a little chunk. All right. So, how did you feel last night? Well, what was your reaction when you saw Kobe win an Academy Award? I okay. So let me tell you. He comes on the carpet, right? And he comes over. We're talking. And it really is a full circle moment because I remember that first championship that they won in 2000. You remember we were at Fox mm-hmm. Sports. We're the redheaded stepchild. The NBA is so furious at us because, you know, ESPN is coming with this big army. We have like six people. We're chasing down interviews. We're stealing interviews. We're doing all the wrong things and making everyone <laughs> angry. Lakers win the championship, and the NBA PR guy comes over to me and says, you're getting nothing. You're getting nothing. No one. And so I'm like, crap. And we're live on the air, and in walks Shaq. And Shaq's like, oh, no, you know I was coming. And then in walks Kobe behind Shaq. And they both come in and hang out with us. And the coolest thing is I remember looking over, and there was this girl sitting there. And so afterwards I asked Kobe, and he's like, oh, that's my girlfriend, Vanessa. And so now, this full circle moment after that NBA title, to come back now, be on the carpet with Kobe and Vanessa, you know, all the children later, the championships, everything that's happened, and him there to win his first Oscar. So it was a kind of a cool moment. And it just made, you know, it makes you realize the great, cool things we got to do. Well, you just see the, the giant evolution, and even for you and your career and, and parallel to Kobe goes from five titles and now an Oscar winner. He says it's better than five titles. Yes. Jason and I made the case that I think that's the case. And from where I'm sitting, guy made his life trying to you know be a basketball player and knew he was great at that. I don't know that he thought writing a poem was going to win him an Oscar. Well, here's the thing about Kobe. And look at who was involved with that. The score was done by John Williams, sure. who has won so many, um, uh, um, so many Oscars and scored so many great things. I mean, he always wants the best of the best. And it's crazy. You know, his focus, his, his stri- the strive for perfection. I mean, everything he does, he does to the nth degree. If you remember his documentary on Showtime, he shot it once with interviews. Then he came back and shot it with just his interviews. Right. And redid the whole thing at the last hour. And everybody's like, are you crazy? But that's Kobe, because he is one of those individuals who it's like, if it's not perfect, it's not happening. And he's the same way with basketball. Kevin Frazier, host of Entertainment Tonight, with us here on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at Fox Sports Radio. He says, as he said, winning an Oscar is better than winning a championship. I, I, I agree with him. I also think it's much harder to win an Oscar than it is to win a championship. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. He, he said, you know, he grew up thinking and breathing basketball. So his goal always was to get to that championship. So when he got there, he was like, yes, I've completed my goal. But in his wildest dreams, he never expected to walk the Oscar red carpet. He was like, come on, please. And so for him, it was like, wow, 
I conquered this mountain way faster than I thought. Now I'm afraid of where he's setting his goals and what he wants to do next. But I do think at the end of the day, transitioning to your second career, because think about that. Most of us want to be successful in one career, and then you end up being the greatest, one of the greatest of all time in that career. And now you turn around and you say, I'm done with that. I'm going to go to something completely different. And you scale that mountain to the mountaintop so quick. And so I think that, you know, it's mind-blowing, it's great, but it is better because it's the second career and something he never expected to win. Figured he'd throw some shade at Shaq and his rowing Uncle Drew. Now, for you on the red <laughs> red carpet, having done this a, a number of years now, was there any difference to, to this setup? I mean, given everything going on in, in society, did you guys, rules of engagement maybe change a little bit? No, I think that, you know, the whole season has, the whole award season has been different. And, you know, everybody's been kind of feeling their way through the award season. And that's why I thought it, you know, it was the perfect moment what um, Frances McDormand did when she won for Best Actress. I thought it was the perfect way to wrap up what was kind of a tumultuous um, award season. You know, there was all the stuff going on on the carpet with Ryan Seacrest and other things happening. So, you know, there were all kinds of undercurrents that were taking away from the celebration of the movies. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is this year. And I think next year you'll have a new crop of movies. And I think that, you know, you'll, ha- you'll be riding the Black Panther high and other great movies. And so I think it'll be a different year. But remember, this year started off at the Golden Globes with everybody wearing black. So I think that the movement that it started was valuable. And Hollywood is listening and the world is listening. But, man, listen... I think it's a you know it will move forward and there will be uh, there will be women involved more uh, like they should be in more facets of the of the game. But at the end of the day, this was this year and next year. I do think that there will be movies that are more popular with people than these movies were. And now, last one, okay, Frazier, don't dodge it. Why did you steal Francis McDormand's Oscar? <laughs> no, this guy. And here's the thing: Why is this dude getting into the Oscars? Like you don't. It's Act like, like you belong, Knox. right? It's like Fort Knox. It's crazy. But this guy has been at other parties and and other places, and it's like, dude, how are you getting in? How, that's all I want to know is how it's for us, the, for the media. You know how it is, Jay. When you're you're the media, they have like two eyes on you at all times. And this guy, meanwhile, sneaking in and snagging Oscars. But by the way, what was he going to do with Francis McDormand's? Oscar. Yeah, it's, it's engraved. engraved. Yeah. It's engraved. Bro, where are you going with that? What are you going to do with that? And, and, you know, the crazy part about it is, you know who was the first person up there to try and get their Oscar engraved? Kobe Bryant. He was like, oh, I'm getting this engraved right now. <laughs> he, got, he got up there. He was like, I'm going to get this engraved. And it was funny. As he stood outside the governor's ball, everybody wanted to take a picture. They wanted to shake his hand. He was like, he was in heaven. But it just doesn't make sense. You're going to lift somebody's Oscar with their name on it. You don't think anybody's going to walk in your house and be like, hey, um, that Oscar says Francis McDormand, bro. What's what's up with that? Yeah, but the company you keep, he's probably a hero if he's got that sitting on the map. No, you know know where the company he's going to keep now is a very different flavor than the company he was keeping last night. It's going to be very, very different. Follow him on Twitter, at Kevin Frazier. That is at Kevin Frazier, host of Entertainment Tonight. His website, of course, hiphollywood.com, hiphollywood.com. Kay Frazier, as always, buddy, appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Anytime, man. You know that. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Kobe Bryant is an Oscar winner. We talked with Kay Frazier a few minutes ago for his Short, his poem, Dear Basketball, written in 2015 when he was going to retire from the game. And in an interview after he won, 
he compared what it was like to win an Oscar to winning an NBA championship. After winning five NBA championships, now holding an Oscar, how do you feel? Um, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, I feel better than winning a championship, to be honest with you. <laughs> I swear I do. It, it, it's, it's, you know, growing up as a kid, I dreamt of winning championships, you know, and, and working really hard to make that dream come true. But then, like, to have something like this seemingly come out of left field, you know, and, and like, you know, I, I heard a lot of people tell me when I started writing, and they would ask me, what are you going to do when you retire? And I'd say, well, I want to be a writer, I want to be a storyteller. And I got a lot of, yeah, that's cute, that's cute. You'll be depressed when your career is over and you'll come back to playing, you know. And I got that a lot. And so to, to, to be here right now and to have, like, a, like a sense of validation, dude, this is, this is, this is crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Listen how nervous he was. Nervous when he was and never, giddy. You've and... never heard him talk like that ever. Normally, Even it's after the, winning championships. Right, the straight-faced, yeah. measured approach to every word in his, in his talk. And here, just like a little kid. Now, look, let's be honest. He gets caught up in the moment. Of course, he's going to say winning an Oscar is better because this is something that he never pictured. I get it. But when you grow up wanting something every day of your life and you win... Winning a title is more special. I can see where he would say winning this is more is, is better because sometimes when you win, it's a relief. And Kobe winning championships, instead of being just an accomplishment, is a relief because of the pressure on him and the Lakers to win was so immense that if they didn't win, it was a disappointment. So there is that. Troy Aikman has said that same way. that he. I think when he was partnered up in NASCAR, uh, whatever team he won, won the NASCAR championship. But he said, oh, this is more fun than, than, uh, uh, than, than winning the Super Bowl because of the pressure that goes along with it when you're supposed to win so much. But I get Kobe saying this, but quite honestly... It's a lot tougher to win an Oscar than to win an NBA championship. NBA championship, if you're Kobe Bryant, you're a star player in the NBA. Chances are your team is going to be better than most everybody else's. You're going to beat most of the teams in the playoffs, and everything is under your control. When you're trying to win an Oscar, you're up against hundreds of people doing exactly what you're doing but have done it for their whole lives and done it really, really well. You have to beat all of them out to get to five finalists, and then it's voted on. And people could have a bias for you or against you. I'm not going to vote for Kobe. Basketball player is not going to win this. I'm going to vote for somebody else because that's how it's done. Voting for Oscars is incredibly haphazard because mo- most of the time people vote for actors and actresses to reward them for the bodies of work their careers have been. When can I reward you for the career you had? Hey, congratulations, Gary Ullman. Congratulations, Allison Janney. Congratulations, Sean Penn. That's how it goes. There's so much up in the air, not under your control. And when you see people winning Best Actor Oscars or Best Actress, they win two. You know, and then, oh, I'm not going to give you another one. I'm not going to give you another one. The best of the best is what we're talking about. And Kobe being the best of the best, how many Oscars is he going to win? Really? I mean, it's so much harder to win an Oscar than win an NBA championship. Well, John Williams comes back with another big score. You Unless you're John no, Williams you, when you're the only guy. You have no idea. Maybe yeah. he comes back over the top or you start <laughs> writing writing children's movies and songs for children's movies. Then maybe, hey, maybe he'll get nominated by taking Little Mamba and that sock puppet to the to the big screen. Maybe oh, there's a whole thing, the Muse Cage. You're going all Sockapella from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Muse Cage becomes a whole other mm. thing. I just think you you always envisioned and you knew you were great at basketball, that you were going to have success. And then, you know, Big Shot Bob has a lot of titles as well, <laughs> so we can start going down and playing that game while we're at it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.